Seven copywriting exercises you can do right now to become a copywriter. has been educating and inspiring individuals, entrepreneurs, and leaders for decades. He's helped millions of people to move past the mental barriers that were holding them back from stepping to their power to become a better version of themselves and live a kick-ass life. I know this firsthand as I'm Jenny, Dan's wife. And here's your host, Dan Law. Discover Dan's seven copywriting exercises to get started with copywriting and enhance your career faster. It doesn't matter if you don't have any experience, if you're just starting out, or if you're a seasoned copywriter. Now, first of all, I want you to understand that copywriting is a learnable skill. How do I know it's a learnable skill? Because I learn it. When I first immigrated to Vancouver, Canada, I couldn't speak a word of English, right? So English is not my first language. So I know for a fact that if I can learn this skill, if English is not your first language or it is your first language, you could learn this skill. It's very much like a a muscle, right? You can go to the gym, you can you can bench press, you can do push up, you can you can do curls, you can work that muscle. So today I want to give you seven exercises that you could do, you could exercise your copywriting muscle so you could become a better copywriter. Sound good? Here we go. Exercise number one, and that is I want you to sign up for a what I call learning email address. Okay, it's not your primary email address, a learning email address, and you would use that email address to subscribe to everyone's list. Everyone's got a landing page, they've got some kind of offer, subscribe to their stuff. So what happens is, you can use Gmail, I like to use Gmail. When you get the email addresses, you can then filter them and sort them, put them into different folders. So you're collecting different emails from different people, different landing pages, so you would see other people's work. When you do this, you are building your kind of email archive of other people's work, right, naturally. So. That's exercise number one. Sign up for other people's stuff. Do not use your primary email address. You'll be bombarded with thousands and thousands of emails every day. Then you'll come back to my channel and comment and you bitch about it. Don't do that, okay? Cooperating exercise number two, and that is go to www.swipedswiped.co. I'll put a link somewhere on this page. You go there, you see a lot of different swipe files and, and sales letters. And what you want to look for is look for those what I call control, write it down, control pieces, meaning that it's a marketing piece that has been proven to convert sales, proven to generate revenue. Look at those control pieces and then you want to save them, you can print them out. I like to print them out because I'm like, I'm old school, right? So I like to print them out and I like to look at them and I like to dissect Okay, here's the headline. Oh, here's the storytelling part. Oh, here's the guarantee. And you're looking at other people, other masters work, right? And this will give you a better understanding of, oh, I can see that this is what makes it good. Or, or, or I really like this headline here, right? If you like it, copy and paste, maybe put it in your Word document, organize it nicely, 
then you're building your own little virtual library. Does that make sense? Cooperating exercise number three. Now this is so simple, but it's this is one of my one of my secrets. When I had clients who were contacting me and they hired me to write copy, one of the first thing that I do is always ask them and say, hey, can I talk to some of your existing customers? You will be shocked how many entrepreneurs and business owners, they don't ask, they don't talk to their customers. So here's what I do. This is what makes me look like a genius, right? In my early 20s, I would say, okay, so give, give me a few, your, a few of your best customers' contact information. I would go talk to them. So then I would set up a time, I would get on the phone with them, and I simply ask them, hey, you know, why did you do business with this company? What motivated you to buy from them? Why didn't you buy from everybody else? And most of the time, you'll find out they would tell you everything. Oh, I, I love uh, about the customer service. I love the brand, I love this, I love, like how this product works, and all of that. I wrote all of those things down. And then I went back and I talked to my client and said, hey, you know what, do you know why people buy from you? And usually they would say, oh, they buy from us because of A, B, C, and D. I said, that's not true. Let me share with you exactly why they buy from you. And I showed them X, Y, Z. They're like, oh my God, you're a genius. How come we didn't know this? How come we never find out about all these things about customers? In my mind, I'm like, because you never ask. Like, duh. So then all I need to do as a copywriter is taking what is obvious, like, duh, hello. You're taking what's obvious and then you craft a message because if I have, I'm talking to three, four, five people, that's why they bought from this person, this, cust this company. I took all that, guess what? Most of the time, other people, they're buying for the same reason. I craft a marketing message, then you send out to your marketplace and it works. And then you look like a hero. So it's not so much about writing, it's about doing the research. It's about understanding the customers. Most people don't do this. So that's exercise number three. Exercise number four, and this I actually learned it from my mentor, Alan, and Alan's the one that who taught me copywriting. And he actually learned this from the great Gary Halbert, which Gary Halbert, uh, when he was alive, arguably one of the, if not the greatest copywriter um, of our time, kind of the Michael Jordan of copywriting. Gary Halbert used to have this exercise, and he said, okay, after you finish a marketing piece, and because Gary usually sells to the masses, right? Like everybody. Once you finish your marketing piece and back then a direct mail piece, and he said, here's what you wanna do. You wanna to go to a bar, go to a pub, go to somewhere public, and you show people what you wrote about the offer, about the letter, about the campaign, you show people. And you ask people, what do you think of, about this? And they will read it. And if they say to you, oh, this is, this is really good. This is like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is cool. It means it's shit. It means this is shit. It means your stuff is not good. That's not the reaction you want. If they say to you, they're reading your letter, they're reading your offer, where can I buy this? I want to buy some of this. Then you know you've got something because people vote with their wallets. So show your work to people who may not even be your ideal customers. Have them look at it get some feedback, because they would give you feedback that you may not even be aware, you might not even think of. Just ask them and say, oh, I don't, this, I don't understand this. This is totally confusing to me. What do you mean it's confusing? It's so obvious. Like one of the things I'll share quickly with you, when I talk about closing, in my mind, because I've been in the in industry for so long, I thought everybody knows what closing is. Now, when I talk to people outside of business, outside of sales, you know what they think closing is? They think closing is this. They think it's closing the door. 
I said, what, what the hell? Closing, sales. Oh, sales. You mean like selling? Yeah. They, they, they don't make that connection. So then I know from then on, every time I talk about closing, I would explain what closing means. I would tell them, hey, you know how you have traditional sales? The, how people who are slimy, uh, pushy, aggressive, like snake oil sales? Closing is a different form of sales. It's a high level of sales. Oh, now they, they're curious, they're intrigued, they want to know more. So even simple things like that, just keep in mind, in this day in and day out, we do this day in and day out, sometimes we take ourselves out of the picture, give, give yourself a little bit of distance between what you do and what you sell, you would be able to communicate your message so much better to your ideal audience. Cooperating exercise number five, this you can do immediately, and that is after you finish your copy, get yourself a quiet room, okay, maybe in your bedroom, in your living room, and you want to read out your copy out loud. That's right. So after you finish your, your, your letter, your message, your email, your landing page, just read out loud. When you read your copy out loud, the spots that you feel like it doesn't flow, if it doesn't flow when you are reading out loud, it doesn't flow for your reader who is reading it mentally as they're going it through, so go through the copy. So then you might want to change some of those segments. Or when you read it out loud, there are certain words you will think maybe that, that, that word is too complicated. That it's confusing. You can replace that word with easier to understand words, right? Simpler words, you could also do that. So just by reading it out loud, I don't care what you wrote, reading it out loud, you would find that so many places and spots within that marketing message that you could improve. So very simple exercise, but very, very effective. Cooperating exercise number six. Now this exercise, is probably one of the most important exercise that I could teach you. And I learned this from, again, my corporate mentor. When he taught me this exercise, he said, I have taught this exercise to so many people. I've shared this with so many people over the years. No one does it. Then you're the only, very few people, maybe the only one that actually does it. I said, okay, so what is that, right? Like, what, 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 why is that? He said, I don't know. People are just too lazy. Maybe. So here's the exercise. You take winning proven pieces, letters, marketing messages, copy, and you copy them word for word in your own handwriting. That's the very first thing that my mentor taught me. So we'll take these marketing letters and I would have a, have a pad, notepad here, the pieces, and I would copy word for word in my own handwriting. Notice I said handwriting not laptop, not computer, not typing, none of that. Good old paper and pen. Why? Because when you do that, you are rewiring your nervous system. You're learning. There's something when you use a pen, when you write, it connects to a different part of your brain. So when I first did this, I thought it was kind of dumb. I didn't understand how profound this is. I was arguing a little bit with my mentor. I said, why do I need to do this? I, could I just, couldn't I just read it? Couldn't I just type it so much faster? Like, this is slow. This is very, I mean, I could type pretty fast. He said, this is not how it works. And I didn't quite understand. He's just said, you just keep doing it. Dan, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it, just keep doing it. And I did. And it's not like different letters. It's like the same freaking letter. Do it like two, three, four, same, 10 times. The same letter. 
And one day it clicked for me. Here's what happened. As I was copying the, the letter word for word, suddenly it's, it's this bizarre experience, okay? Because I've done it so many times, I could finish the sentences. I would know what's coming up next, right? Just by memory. But more than that, you have this experience. You gotta experience it. You gotta do it. I can't just describe it for you. You gotta experience it for yourself. Something would click and suddenly you would get into the psyche and the psychology and the mental state of the copywriter back then. It's this crazy experience that you would write and suddenly you kind of would get a glimpse of what that writer was thinking about. You would, and then once you do a little bit more, because you're trying to kind of imitate, you would kind of slowly picking up their voices. They're like, oh yeah, like, hmm, I can see why he wrote this way, why he thinks this way. And it's like you're downloading their, their writing style to your brain. It is a cra it's the craziest thing. You got to do it to experience it. It's just, I cannot describe how it is. Now, it's going to take a while. Right? It took me quite a few months before I had the aha like experience. And that from then on, this is the, my go-to exercise. This is how I got good. Look at great masters, what they've done. And you talk about modeling, just do this. Right? You do this, you do this 10, 20, 30 times. You do it long enough, something would click, which leads to exercise number seven, which is devote some time every day to write. If you're gonna be a professional copywriter, well, what's the difference between professional and an amateur, right? An amateur kind of does it like hobby, right? You think about professional golfer, right? If you golf infrequently, whenever you feel like it, you're an amateur golfer. If you're a professional golfer, you do it all the time. Also, you get paid doing it, but more so, you, it's, it's part of your lifestyle. So you would not be a very good writer if you're not writing every day. I don't care if as little as 10, 20, 30 minutes a day. Let's say 30 minutes a day. Let's have a deal. 30 minutes a day. You're gonna devote some time, maybe in the morning, maybe evening, doesn't matter, just to writing. The more you write, the better you get, the easier it is for you to write, the faster you'll write. In the beginning, maybe it takes you, I don't know, three hours to craft a good ad, a good email. You'll be able to do it faster and faster when you write every day, every single day, every single day, every single day. Then you do it in maybe two hours and then one hour. Then before you know it, I could, I could right now write something in an email, send out to my list. It could be five, 10 minutes with a very, very good email. It could be an ad because of, of practice, right? You could do it. It's a learnable skill. So those are the seven cooperating exercises you could do right now. Now, besides exercise, if you want to learn techniques, if you want to learn strategies, you want to learn how to do some of these things, right? How do you actually craft a headline? How do you craft a compelling offer? How do you how to craft a compelling call to action? If you want to learn how to do that, click the link below and check out my free on-demand training on copywriting. I think you'll love it. That's it for today's episode of The Dan Lok Show. Head over to thedanlockshow.com and be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes. You are guaranteed to expand your thinking, your network, and your network. So be sure to subscribe to the show today. 
Dan also has a gift for you. Go to www.danlockshow.com because there are bonuses when you subscribe.